You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Hey, Brock. Hey. Every year. As a tradition. Year. I gotta see if we're recording because I, I, I don't know if we're recording. I have an eye doctor. I have an optometrist appointment. I'll call them what they are. Optometrist appointment on Thursday. I called the one closest to me. They're like, our next available time is February 2021. <laughs> I said, I don't remember this like being so hard to see out of. Like, I knew it wasn't, like... <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, uh, I am Darth Maul. <laughs> uh, we'll be making Solo, the series, Darth Maul, and Kira soon. That's an exclusive. Doc, how you doing? You ready for Halloween? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I haven't carved my pumpkin yet, but yeah. Well, if you carve it too early, it just, like, uh, like melts away by Halloween, huh? Yeah, that's why I haven't carved it yet. But well, yeah, I'm not. I had I had the same argument. I was like, oh, if we haven't carved it yet by now, then why bother? I'm like, but you can't carve it. It's for a one day. He's like, yeah, I know, one day you carve it on the week prior. I'm like, what? Who carves it? But if you carve, it only lasts like a day. Like the minute you carve it, it starts shriveling up. You got to carve it like either the day of or the day before. I'm gonna take this off because I don't know. But that's yeah. I mean, I'm with you on this one. Like, I would say, carve it on Thursday, Thursday night. I would say that's, that's like, the earliest I would, Yeah. I think, yeah, I think anything, anything before that, and you're just, you're looking for a disaster. Mostly because I always assume the day before, Saturday, the day before Mm -hmm. you, if you put your pumpkin out, you risk the chance of hooligans smashing your pumpkins because it's devil's night if they even call it that still uh, i do yeah. i don't know if society yeah. does yeah, because it's... we were born in the 80s of course <laughs> we do. yo i just watched uh trick or treat have you ever seen trick or treat is that the one where it's like short stories and yeah yeah, yeah. but it's not but it is it is so i i've wanted to watch this for years this movie and andrew fantasia's always like you gotta watch it i'm like i will one day but it's not like available anywhere so it went for on sale on on itunes so i grabbed it. i just bought it it was pretty cheap i bought it and we watched it aaron and i watched it last week it's so good it is i think i'm gonna watch it every halloween it's just if you like halloween I know you. You're like me, where you like the scary stuff doesn't appeal to us too much. Yeah. This one is more fun than scary. Yeah. It's kind of like what I mean. It's definitely for adults, but it's more like this is what a Halloween special should be. It embraces everything Halloween in it. And it was just. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So this is a very spooky episode. Of I got a pumpkin behind me. I got a pumpkin behind me. A blue jack o' lantern. <laughs> Episode 187. I'm Brock. This is James. Uh, talking about Halloween. Have you checked out the Halloween section of Disney Plus? We probably have already brought this up. <laughs> have I checked out the Halloween section? I, I think I've, I watched Haunted Mansion. I, I literally sat. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, I watched Haunted Mansion. 
uh, I was talking to a friend, Trevor. You remember Trevor, friend Trevor, and he's been he's been reviewing like Halloween, like scary movies all of October. And I and I went down. I was like, "Are you good?" I'm like, "I'm watching Haunted Mansion," and he goes, "What are you giving it?" And I said, "A six. I ended up giving it a seven point seven out of ten because I enjoyed it way more than I think I should have, and uh, it made me smile several. Not so much laugh, but it made me smile several times. So, but yeah. Frankenweenie is my new favorite uh, Disney yeah. movie. Like, so good. Well, let me ask you this because I recently watched Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Uh... <laughs> Uh, for the first time, well, like, <laughs> like in the like in the spring. Oh, okay, okay. You're a movie person. <laughs> when you watch that movie, you're. Did you at any point sort of be like, this wasn't meant for Eddie Murphy. <laughs> this was meant for like a Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah. Like the premise is like he doesn't like his wife, and like Eddie Murphy doesn't really play that kind of character not that he can i'm just you know what i mean like, yeah i'm d- like this was meant for a family or a, a married couple that don't actually get along or at least the man doesn't appreciate the woman yeah i was it, like it had the tropes of like hook yeah you know like that like tr- yeah it definitely felt uh well i mean the whole thing was cr- made because of pirates of the caribbean it was during that time where they're like yeah. all of our theme park rides should be movies and then somewhere along the line they're like no they shouldn't by the way sorry to side akbar here tower of terror steve gutenberg aka shia labeouf one and kirsten dunst is not on disney plus i was like this is what i want to watch because i went on the tower of terror <laughs> for the first time two years ago and i had the time of my life on that ride i was when aaron aaron and i went alone that day and we were like and she said we've got a fast pass she goes what do you want for i'm like just tower terror that's all i want to do and the whole experience i don't know if you've been but you line up well you don't like reds but you you line up and then you're in like this haunted tower and then you go up and they show you like this twilight zone episode and then you drop and it's 25 seconds long and it was the most fun ever. The line, we got the fast pass where it was like 20 minutes, but the line was like two and a half hours or something crazy. Same with Haunted Mansion, I think it was three and a half hours. But man, Steve Gutenberg, aka Shia LaBeouf one. Why is that not on Disney Plus? But yeah, it, 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 to your point though, yeah, it, it, Eddie Murphy, it was one of those things where it probably wasn't written for Eddie Murphy. Who knows? Yeah. The script was probably written in like 1988 for Chevy Chase. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's like, this was like, they somebody wrote this script and like, they're like, yeah, maybe we'll make it someday. And then Pirates of the Caribbean became a successor. Like, yeah. we got to like, make them all. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because if you've ever been on the Haunted Mansion ride, there's like an overabundance of characters and little stories that they've never really fleshed out, but exist. And they don't really... I could be wrong. They don't really seem to put that much into the movie. It's just like, no. here's your handful of ghosts, and that's it. Yeah, I, you know, so funny. For we went on the haunted mansion. I went with my six year old niece. She's eight now. She was six at the time, and I thought she was going to be scared, scared on yeah. haunted mansion. So it's me and her on this cart, and we go in, and there's a one part where this door is like opening. Yeah, and the ride gets stuck. <laughs> and we're stuck there for like 10 minutes with this ghost trying to burst through the door yeah. and she started to get more and more freaked out the longer we were there and then it reached a point where she was like 
it's a it's animated. It's like she re- she was like it's fake. Like she got but she was getting terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, she's never want to go gonna go to ride again. And then she said, so it was it was a good time. But yeah, I definitely didn't feel like an Eddie Murphy no, movie. Yeah, honestly, you could have put Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo in any of the <laughs> re- the iteration of those two kids. It'd be the same movie. You're like, oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> true. Actually, that would have been a, a fun uh, vacation movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> National Lampoon's Haunted Mansion Vacation. Yeah. Good times. Halloween. Uh, Star Wars is getting a Christmas special this year, but not a Halloween yeah. special. Do you think they'll ever make a Halloween special for Star Wars? Do you think Lego? Because, I mean, Lego, if, if this is successful, do you think they could do a Halloween one? No, for sure. Like, Why have There's got to be something maybe that pre-exists, like in that lego freemakers thing but uh oh yeah absolutely um but i don't know like i don't know if, like a halloween special would have the same magic as a holiday special of course we haven't seen anything yet so perhaps who knows uh i don't well I want it to be like a one-off i do too but if it's fun fun is fun you know like yeah but like lego already exists so it's like you can easily do something lego and Halloween. That's what I mean. It should be a given. Yeah. They should. I think they. Should, I would love to see it because the one thing I've been saying for for a while on this is Star Wars has been taking itself too seriously. It's like we can't have the detour show because we don't want kids laughing at Darth Vader. Why? <laughs> well, why can't they laugh at Darth Vader? Like, why does everybody have to be afraid of everything? So f- for me, I am all for uh, whatever they want to do with Star Wars and any situation i don't care make it funny make it serious make it dark because i mean look i'm a huge archie comic fan obviously and i'm watching the sabrina teenage witch series on netflix my previously watched on netflix are sabrina teenage witch uh the witcher castlevania and there's one more the haunting bly manor which was uh part way through it i said is this this kind of show and i asked somebody and they confirmed and the very the very last episode somebody calls it out on being exactly what it is and i was like well at least the show acknowledged that it's not a uh anyway i won't say i won't spoil it but it was good but it's like it acknowledged what it actually truly was it disguises itself as a ghost story i'll say that but anyway it was um those that's all i watched on netflix it's it's pretty hilarious but i would be i would love but but the, what I was getting at is with Archie comics, you have this chilling Sabrina. They just and, and now Archie's been doing like every day in October on on Twitter. They're sharing like their Halloween issues and stuff. And there's like Jughead's a werewolf or like a vampire hunter and stuff like that. And it's like okay, it's stupid, and it's Archie. But why can't Star Wars? Have, maybe not to that extent. But why can't Star Wars just have fun and just kind of go out of the box a little bit? Don't worry about everything connecting. Just have a good time. And uh, that's what I'm really excited about this Lego special is that it's finally like, let's just embrace everything Star Wars and have a great time with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. Because it's like, uh, there's a backlog on content, so... (laughs) What? What are you talking uh, about? You know, I think uh, the success of the holiday holiday special will definitely do something. I I don't know. It's. uh, Are we going to group watch that together? Group, is that what it's sure. called? Group, we'll, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, group watch. I haven't done that. You've done it. I have not done it yet. Yeah. It's neat. Um, 
Sure. I I watch I watch I've I've watched Frankenweenie I think three times, Haunted Mansion one that's enough, and I watched uh, Ichabod Crane like probably thirty times. Have you watched the new version of Frankenweenie? Like the claymation one? That's yeah. Like, that's like eight years old now, but it's. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't believe how. No, that's the one I've watched like three times. Oh, you haven't watched. I the... I watched the other one too. Yeah, yeah. Because when you finished the the that one, I think I think I'm pretty sure I saw the original Frankenweenie at some point, like in college yeah. or something. But like, you no, know, when you finish Frankenweenie, the ne- it, it suggests the original and then i was like well i've got 26 minutes to waste and i put it on (laughs) oh yeah so the the first time ever netflix says are you still watching something to me the first time i ever got it in my life was uh it was like three episodes in but i wasn't actually watching something it was just on in the background so Uh, i said i am not thank you for reminding me that this tv was on (laughs) i turned it off um yeah uh more more star Star wars content would be yeah. We're getting some Friday. Yeah, Hallelujah. I am excited. Disney Plus needs to stop reminding me because I have been thinking about it every day. It <laughs> so reminds you? Three more days till Mandalorian. Four more oh, days I know. Well, shout out to uh, Adam uh, Lance Garcia. Adam Garcia, on, uh, he do, he's been doing that for like six months, I'm pretty sure. And he did that with uh, it all. But yes, they, they keep, they want you to know Mandalorian's coming out. They want you to know. Pedro Pascal was on Good Morning America. Did you see that little interview that he did there? No, I didn't. It was all right. <laughs> he's not going to like they asked him uh, if he's going to be without his helmet more. And he was yeah. uh, and he he joked about how uh you know when he gets asked certain questions, the mics drop out and he can't hear them. Like it's it's a Disney-owned show. They know the rules. I I don't understand why anybody is trying to be cheeky with these questions they're just boring you know what i mean like you know he can't say anything so why ask it like there's got to be a better question for you to ask yeah (laughs) yeah i often wonder what goes through their minds on this it's like come on especially now like he's got a whole bunch of things to promote i mean the the last question was about wonder Woman, but like yeah it's just like there's a bunch of things, so uh-huh. uh, yeah, I don't. It's I don't know. yeah, I don't. Oh, but whatever. Then they're like, well, you're on the show because Mandalorian's coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's why. But there's got to be like, like, look, the what the hell is that thing called? I just forgot what it was called. The Vision. What's it called? WandaVision? No, the the TV screen. The that they use that they shoot on. What's the set called in the Mandalorian? Oh, uh, the volume. God, the volume. <laughs> What's that thing? <laughs> How can you not understand me? <laughs> also, nobody can tell, but you're actually looking at me on profile. If I turn like this, yeah. you can see me. So you're just seeing this. Yeah. Anyway, so like, ask him a question about that, you know, or, or animatronics that he's working with or things yeah. like that. There's so many other questions that they could have gone with. But anyway, you know, it's a fun, it was a fun interview. He said that when he read the script for the first episode of season two, it completely blew him away. Hmm. And it gave him the idea that this is how they're going to one up the first season. I don't, I'm not going to speculate on that too much. I don't know if you want to, but I'm not going to, uh, because we are just a couple of days away from seeing it. Yeah. 
Um, and I am all ready for it. I don't care if they don't show me another picture or anything from the season. I said this to you before we got that first trailer. Yeah. And they, I'm already watching it. They don't have to sell me on this show. I'm very excited. But I, I sent you a picture, and I want you to talk about this. The picture of the Mando riding a certain creature. Yeah, the pop, Funko Pop. It was a Funko Pop. Yeah, on the Bantha, which is exciting. Uh, I kind of hate and love that they reveal stuff with toys because, like, they basically point out like this mithril character, yeah, fish character that you that uh, Horatio Sands plays in the first one. It's probably not the same same character, but that race. And uh, well, he's in the trailer, and he's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, I never brought this up, but they had, like, leaked pictures of that. And there's, like, some uh-huh. leak of a Funko Pop where, like, Baby Yoda is with, like, this machine thing that has, like, eggs in it. And you're like, what? <laughs> so, I'm like, it does. I don't think it really reveals anything until you actually watch it unless you see this machine prior. I don't know. The first uh, episode starts with a machine and you're like, well, now I know how that's going to play out. Yeah. It's sort of like, can't you wait? Yeah. Like, so uh i'm yeah excited like to see him on a bantha i mean that's no huge surprise because we knew tuscan raiders are gonna be in this season so yeah why not throw him on you threw him on uh oh god what was uh those the blurg the blurgs thank you yeah i have that funko the blurg one no i know You've shown it to me numerous times. I know. I'm just. I love. The, I'm excited to see this because I love. I. I yeah. wish there was more blurs, but they. They went the way of the quill. Um, yeah. By the way, that so, quill vintage toy that they showed. Have you seen the yeah. picture of that? Yeah, it's I, in the Hollow News. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, it's like it's sold out everywhere. Yeah, probably. Pre pre order sells it. I will tell you that that is the one that I want the most yeah. it and i just love how it's going to be way too expensive for how crappy it looks but it just it's like that's what i would have played with in 1983 you know like that's the one and uh yeah i love it so much so yeah i mean uh that's exciting that's uh he's gonna be on a bantha <laughs> I, I when's the last time we saw a bantha like do we think this is gonna be slightly different well like, they they were in season one no Yes. I feel like we saw well, them in season. They're just because they go to Tatooine, right? Yeah, I don't they, think they were like the, the they weren't the focal point, but I'm pretty sure we saw yeah. them in season one. So we should. Like, my curiosity is how they're gonna make that. Like, is it still gonna be like a puppet, or will it be more like a blur where it's half and half, and it's a little bit of CG action? Well, like, wasn't a bantha like an elephant? Yeah, it's big. No, but, like, didn't they just... They took an animal and just put, like, a a carpet on it. Oh, yeah, originally, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll just do that. Yeah. That's got to be the easy... You know, we'll love that. (laughs) (laughs) They do that, but then the thing runs through the screen of the volume. (laughs) I'm excited for Gamorrean Guards, also. Yeah. Um, I saw that the the Funkos of that is out now. Uh, Hot Topic, for sure, but probably... I think that one's just all over the place, so... Oh, I haven't. I haven't seen any. I haven't been to a store that sells Funko Pop in. Well, neither have I. I'm just on the internet. Um. But uh, oh god, there was something else. Yeah, but like, uh, it's exciting. Uh, I'm very interested to see. It would be cool if like they do something with the the man the, with the bantha and make it move mm-hmm. a little bit more elaborately. Because what's stopping them from 
exploring like what that animal can actually do i feel like this is we're at this part in star wars now where what you just said is there was limitations before of what they could and could not yeah. do with these creatures now those limitations are it's endless the possibilities are endless but i think that's all that could also be a negative it could have a negative effect to it yeah. as well because sometimes but I think the and I don't know I'm not really worried about the Mandalorian but I, I feel like sometimes the limitations force more creativity on you yeah. whereas if, if you're like the possibilities are endless and you start doing everything it's like eh, it's a little bit boring I was thinking about this watching I've been watching all shockingly like these cheesy horror stuff and when you watch it and when you start to when the the decades start to move on and on and closer to what we are all of a sudden you see cg starting to take in and deaths become way more elaborate but they're less terrifying because the viewer can see everything but it also doesn't look real anymore but they could do more right like they could show all these multiple things but it's taking away from the charm of what used to be there and i think part of the star wars's charm is in the way 3po walks is in the way the banthas yeah. just kind of like shift around is in the way the blurgs like but they 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 went back and they made them they kind of had that hiccup that they had in the 80s when they created the blurgs and the original ewok stuff they brought that into this series because i i think you know and, and the sequel trilogy was a lot of fun and when they did the practice it was great and what it is it's that little bit of star wars charm is in the imperfections of these fantastic molds basically Mm-hmm. so yeah i mean yeah going off the blur like something that was like a stop motion creature at one point it's like oh well what do you get what can you do with a bantha so i'm interested to see. or it could just be something in the background you just see the top of it when they're riding on top i don't know we'll see i hope we get more i do hope we get more i, I but at the same time i won't you you know what I, this is a, a thing if you have an expectation, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see Banthas. And then you go through all eight eight episodes or whatever it is. You go through them all. And it ne- let's say it never happens. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it didn't happen until after you watch that last episode and you kind of reflect on what you just saw. I think that's a sign of, of a good series because you're not, you know, the fact that it never happened never negated your love and appreciation for it so i'm hoping that's how the series goes where we're going to do our top five expectations for this season coming up which is just going to be nonsense but i'm hoping whatever like my number one could be whatever and if it never happens fantastic i think it does happen because i'm pretty sure it's a trailer moment i don't remember oh great where is it oh no my number one's gonna happen hundo (laughs) percent uh okay no sorry go on so yeah i'm i'm psyched i'm ready to get up at like it when does stuff on disney plus drop is it usually like two in the morning or something like that i I believe it's i believe it's 3 a.m at our time gotcha uh because that matches the west coast midnight right okay uh yeah i don't uh i i don't know when i'll be getting up for it because um i'm working from home now so 
probably won't happen. I know Aaron will want to watch it anyway, so I'll probably wait for her. But we'll see. We should record Friday at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> okay. I, I'm off on Friday. I took a vacation day. Yeah. So we're going to record on Friday. Brock, you're going to be at work. And we're going to record from you setting up. Because you haven't been busy at all. Yeah, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a little bit from what I heard. Yeah. (laughs) We have uh, uh, Andrew Fantasia, your good friend, my nemesis. You guys somehow made amends. I don't know how that happened. but uh, Mm -hmm. um, He made amends. And he, he texts me and he says, uh, I have something. I don't know if this is an odds or not. It's not really an odds. So I'm going to see what now. He says, and this is from him. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this. If we get one new character from canon, whether it be Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, Cobb Vanth, etc., one of those characters, who will it be and why? Um, I would say, let's for argument's sake here, Brock, let's say we get all three of them. Who would we get first and why? What does that mean? Aren't all these characters in it? Not of, not officially. Right. So they've all been rumored to be in it. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go Ahsoka just because you don't tease that. I mean, it would be <laughs> it would be genius if they have Rosario Dawson come on screen and she's not Ahsoka and it's just been a whole bait and switch this entire time. Could you imagine the fan reaction? Because it's like you said, it's not it's not guaranteed, but like at the same note, like of months, months of this, seven months of talking about this announcement that she's going to be Ahsoka. It's like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I if you if you're if just going out those three names, yeah, I Ahsoka is the go-to in my opinion. Uh-huh. If you're gonna do that, so like the wording of this makes no sense. If we get one new character, but then from canon, I, I don't know. Like like what one new character to the show yeah, that we've we get already an existing character in? A, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Out uh, of those three, uh, Ahsoka because it's like Bo-Katan is very interesting. Cobb Vanth, I couldn't. I could go this way or that on it like i'll tell you why i think it, it, it the possibility of cod banth is high for him being brought in possibly very early on yeah. because if we are getting boba fett in this series cob vanth wore the boba fett armor sure so cob and i don't like whether cob vanth is in this or not i don't know and i don't, I don't I'm, yeah. I'm not going to put a horse in that race at all because whatever but if it is that is uh, a neat way to get us from Boba Fett armor to Boba Fett. Who is this guy in Boba Fett armor? Why does he have Boba Fett's armor? How did he get the said armor? And then, you know, you can spiral down the staircase and to figure out Boba Fett's been following him all along. Or they just wipe out what we read in Aftermath and Boba Fett's just back in his own armor. I don't know. Um, we'll see, but I mean, I think Timothy Oliphant was rumored to be Cobb Vanth, so, uh, again, I don't know, whatever, sure, but, uh, that, so that, for me, if, if any of the three come in, um, 
I don't know if it would be. I think Ahsoka would probably like you would be the most likely one, but I think yeah. Cobb Vanth is the one that you can use to get us to Boba Fett, which apparently we're getting. Or you can just use that name and whatever it actually is is whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? no, that's also true. Um, oh man, if Ahsoka is not played by Rosario Dawson and Rosario Dawson's playing like Chitara, yeah. oh, I would, yeah. that would be the greatest thing to ever happen in Star Wars. Period. Uh, I'm just looking at IMDb. Katie Sackoff is put in as Bo Katan. Yeah, but you could have wrote that in there. Yeah. Um, that's the way IMDb works. We'll see. I, I, do you hope, though, if we do get one of these characters that we. And it, look, it could be a different character that, that Andrew didn't mention. Like, just there's a character that's in there that we know from other Star Wars material. If they show up, are you hoping we get them? In the first episode, or are you good with waiting Someone a few weeks? Asked me this that pretty much a similar question today, but it was more like, "Oh, do you think Ezra is going to be in it?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. Um, maybe I would. If there's any connection to Rebels, I'm in. That that'd yeah. be so cool. But um, I don't know. I don't think this show needs any pre-existing characters to show up." It's, you know, maybe, oh, I guess. Jar Jar. Yeah, Jar Jar. I know what you're you're saying by not needing any pre-existing characters, and I kind of agree with you. But at the same time, because this is Star Wars, and because we have so many pre-existing characters already. Sure. I'm okay with them. Well, I was reading this about the, the Winter Soldier Falcon show that is coming out. Apparently, they're saying that they're going to grab a bunch of minor characters from early Marvel films and bring them to the forefront in this show. Sure. And I love that idea because if they already exist in the universe, I know people are like, but you shrink the universe. It's who cares? It's like everyone loves The Simpsons because everyone knows all the characters in The Simpsons. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the, the shrunk universe works. Now, if you're if, if Mandalorian is like, well, Vader, like you're like Vader's here. What? But if they take someone small, right, that not everybody is aware of, like a Ka- Cobb Vanth, you know, you take someone like that, they're not, I have no issue with them using that character in the yeah. show instead of just creating a new character for the sake of it. At the same time, I do agree with Dave Filoni where he said we didn't make the robot IG-11 because, or I, which one's the original one now? I can't remember. IG-88. <laughs> we didn't make him IG-88 because people... You know, because there was canon, there were all these non-canon yeah. stories, and, and I appreciate that as well. But I think you can find a fine line, and you can find characters that you can bring in now and use them that haven't been used properly in the past or much in the past, and that diehard fans will be like, "Oh, that's that character," and then you know, you just you put a smile on some people's faces. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like it's it's a double sided double edged sword because it's like, yeah, you're right. But at the same note, it's like if you put Cobb Vanth in and somebody doesn't like how you how you interpret him or retcon him, then all we'll hear da 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 right like yes. So, but that's why I think it's got to be the smaller character. Like it's got to be the lesser, the lesser. Like honestly, role. if if you were telling me Cobb Vanth is it, I don't care about Cobb Vanth. I don't. I didn't read anything he was in. So it's like you could do anything with it and just be using the and 
And the thing is, I know you haven't, but as but having read it, you basically can do that anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> like, so he's like the perfect character for someone to take and put them in a series after the events of Aftermath, because you could basically do whatever you want because he only exists in in that short sure. little that small little bubble that he exists in. And I'm just saying characters like that. Like I said, don't put, if you bring it like Ahsoka is dangerous, right? Cause if you bring in Ahsoka and I mean, Filoni's on it, so whatever, but you bring in Ahsoka and it's not Ahsoka or they do this wrong or that wrong. That's going to cause issues with a lot of people. So, you know, you're yeah, right. It's I a double edged sword for sure. It's like, here's the thing. I know I was like, when the first season was about to come out, we're like, Oh, would it be hilarious if, if uh, Gary Busey is a or Gary Busey, uh, Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte is a grizzled old man. It turns out he's a Boba Fett, and he's yeah, <laughs> uh, which wouldn't work time wise, anyways. But uh, um, especially now that we've finally had this Mandalorian war in Clone Wars, like they're spending all their money on Mandalorians, so it's like, why go to Boba Fett when you have all these like. Bo-Katan makes more sense to me than Cobb Vanth because I'm trying to think what happens to her at the end of Rebels. She gets, a dark, she gets a dark saber and rules Mandalore, which is, look, right. I, to be perfectly honest with you, if you take those three characters that he had in there, Bo-Katan is the only one that I, my mind would even go to to be in this show because of how she winds up in Rebels with the dark saber, and now we see Absolutely. the dark saber. So, like, when I think, when I think what Mandalorians are right now, what they ex- were like in Clone Wars, and what they were when it was just Boba Fett, it's sort of like, why would we even waste time on Boba Fett? Because it's like, well, that yes, you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if they are wasting time on Boba Fett, which it really seems like they're going to, mm-hmm. I'm. It intrigues me even more than Bo-Katan because. Uh, for me, Boba Fett was dead. Like, I was fine yeah. with him being dead and gone. Yeah. But if they're bringing him back, and let's say that was him at the end of that Tatooine episode, right? Mm. If they, But that might have been Cap, Cap Vanth. But anyway, but let's, if he does come back and that's him, what is his purpose? Why is he back? And that's And that, to me, is very intriguing because I believe that the the head the, you know the masterminds behind this series would come up with a satisfactory reason and a necessity for Boba Fett to be around during a show called The Mandalorian sure I, I don't know it's if he's not I in it like, I would like uh, an answer to what happens at the end of uh, the, that episode with the uh... God, Mingna. Yeah. Yeah, Mingna. I, like, but I, th- I would like to know what that, what was the, just even if it's nothing, it's like, I could see an episode opening where we're back on Tatooine and you see her being carried over a shoulder or on a, like a speeder or something and then looks up and then they're like, oh, it's like, let's find out what happens. Maybe it works in the story. I don't know. Well, I, that's either, that's probably going to be Boba Fett or Cobb Man that the, it, that walked up to her at the end because both of them would be in Tatooine at that time and Cobb Vanth would definitely be in the Boba Fett armor and possibly Boba Fett would be in the Boba Fett armor depending on <laughs> they, what they decide. Um, no, no, I'm just yeah. saying like for, for those characters it would make sense if that's if those characters are put into the show 
that would make sense for those characters to be there because the timing all works out with when they're actually on Tatooine. I don't know. Um, I think you need you definitely like I get I can see where you're coming from, but that's there better be a good story to explain that. Like like that's Well, that's the thing. Like if if you just bring Boba Fett in for the sake of being Boba Fett, I think it's lame. Cobb Vanth on the other hand, why is this guy wearing why is this guy who's not a Mandalorian yep. wearing Mandalorian armor? I think yeah. there you have an intriguing storyline that you could play out. For. Perfect. I muted my mic. <laughs> uh, but I'm really excited for for this next season of man of yeah, whatever the hell this show's called. Alright, you wanna go to some odds? Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Where did my email? They're go? brought to us by Patreon. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. Um, our Patreon subscribers are Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Sooner Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Gleek, Play One, Automated, Joy, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron, Quentin, Jericho, Kane. He did a Witcher cosplay. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Girls with Sabres and uh, the Den of uh, Nerds, where they have a, a den, like a space in their, mm. in their, uh, in their house. Uh, where only nerds are allowed to be. That's, uh, that's the Den of Nerds. Thank you all of our Patreon subscribers. You guys uh, really means a lot to us. We appreciate yeah. that greatly. And thank you, everybody, for watching us and listening to us and on the spooky Halloween episode. Ooh, spooky. Have you watched uh, Have you watched Mr. Boogity yet? No, not yet. Yo, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I'm thinking about watching it, but I feel like I loved it when I was a kid, and I kind of feel like it won't, uh, it won't hold up very well. So I haven't. But Mr. Boogity, watch it. It was my favorite. And the guy, the main guy, was in Forget Paris with Billy Crystal. Uh, never tell me the odds. Will the first episode of season two be the best episode of season two? Oh. Full Brock, like that's too. Early to <laughs> I know, seriously. It would be that'd be kind of annoying if the best episode was the first episode, like because you would become aware of that by the end. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> which which would you say, in your opinion, was the best episode of season one, or your favorite, for that matter? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the last episode because it all comes to a head. But yeah, it was solid. There's like a lot of good things in every episode. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I know you're gonna say you like the second the egg episode. Yeah, but I mean I don't think that is many people's favorite. It's just it's a personal one that I just really really enjoy. Yeah. Um. But, for, like, I would say Egg episode, the third episode is tremendous. Um, the Bill Burr episode, mm. and then the last two are phenomenal televised series. Um, yeah. And episode one's a really good opener for a character in a show. 
Yeah. Um, and then you know the the fourth one, which might be the weakest one of the entire series, is still really strong in setting up. Yeah. Uh, aspects of what we need. We need that. We need that episode for the series. So so yeah. It as a whole, it was very strong. But yeah, the egg episode is just as a personal favorite of mine. Though I I probably the third one. Um. It, yeah. But but the egg one the, I don't know there's something about the egg one that I just I'm just always all in on but anyway uh, I'm with I'm gonna go forty percent I think we'll get one yeah. I think we'll get three more that will all be unanimously be like that is better than the first episode or stronger I shouldn't say better but stronger overall mm-hmm. we'll have a, a a bigger reaction to it uh, the next side uh, do we get Ahsoka in episode one or two no. I'm gonna say midway. That just starts with Ahsoka. <laughs> the very first shot yeah. is just, "I'm Ahsoka. This is my show now." <laughs> yeah, it's hard to make a call because you're just like, "What is she going to do in that episode or in the series?" You know yeah, I mean? it, yeah, I, I, of all the odds that we've ever done, this is the one that uh, would not surprise me if we were dead wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go 20% that she's going to be in the first two episodes. Yeah, I was thinking 25.2. Yeah. But, but, uh, the hell do I know? (laughs) Like, like I said, she might be the first thing we see in the very first episode. Good old Ahsoka Tano. Or as Twitter calls her, Ashoka. Um, like, if you put Ahsoka in it, it's like, don't put her in right away unless she's in every single episode somehow. Like, yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah, if she's only in it for whatever she's in it for, and they're basically yeah. using her to give her her own show, just wait till the middle. I, from, I, I feel like, man, like, uh, and this is gonna be more of my top five, but Mandalore is the most important thing to me right now. Is, is is the state of Mandalore? Are they going to go to Mandalore? What's up with all that? And that's why, for me, Bo-Katan, and and possibly if they if it is Cobb Vanth with that angle of why is he wearing Mandalorian armor, those are for me more intriguing in in the in this show specifically. Right. Yeah. Don't hate me, Ahsoka fans. I love Ahsoka. I'm just saying this yeah. show specifically because she has even like it's not like she's been teased at all. You know, it's not like Ahsoka's been teased in Mandalorian. We just think she's going to be in it because there's rumors that she's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and our final odd today, the odds of an original trilogy legacy character appearing at some point this season. <laughs> Will we see a original trilogy legacy character? Uh, this season... Maybe. I'm gonna go forty five percent. Yeah, you, know, you gotta throw someone in, but like it might not be a massive character. Like it's something like this, it feels like, oh, you could drop Vader in, but Vader not alive at this point, right? So mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. I mean you could get uh the Emperor in an old recording. Yeah, I wouldn't be against that. No, I don't think you would get Vader in an old recording. You could get uh, Luke. You could get Luke. You know, a voice. You could, like I don't know. Are we including voices over? 
yeah. calm. You know, we could get any one of those characters. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go full Brock on it. Yeah, because I mean, there's, I don't know what they're doing. That's my problem. I don't know what the hell this <laughs> season's about. And you know, if you bring in Bo-Katan, if you bring in Ahsoka, if you bring in Kavant, if you bring in Boba Fett, if you bring in Rex, if you bring in yeah. all these characters. On one hand, you're like, well, where's the room for the original trilogy characters? But on the other hand, you're like, well, they could bring in anybody. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go full Brock because all bets are off on this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's too much unknowns. And, like, I've said it before, I don't want to be predictable in yeah. any way. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. I don't want to know that I figured it out. Like, so. Yeah, no, I'm down with that, too. I... I... Yeah, I'm really excited to see what uh, Friday. It ends like a week or seven. Yeah, about a week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you right now, Favreau, if you end this season with something bad happening to Baby Yoda, hell, we'll break loose by Christmas. But apparently they won't be shooting season three until the end of the year or something. So I don't know when we're getting that, but we're going to have Cass and Andor and probably Obi-Wan to tie this over until season three of The Mandalorian. Right. Are you ready for your news? Yeah, let's do it. Hollow news. My mic is off. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. We talked about it earlier. Mando Monday has basically happened. It is the new... Force Friday, I suppose. Uh, they're dropping the Mandalorian action figures now. Uh, not a ton revealing too much yet, but as we were talking, they released a set of 3.34 scale action figures in a, what they're calling the Vintage Collection, which contains uh, the Mandalorian, uh, Moff Gideon, the Armorer, uh, Quill, uh, I think there's a, there's a grief carga and there's a uh, Gina Carano. <laughs> Anyways, but they are in the style of the old school Kenner action figures. So go and try to get them if you can. Uh, the Hasbro team has re- revealed that there will be a uh, uh, Mandalorian that can take his helmet off. And apparently it is labeled Din Djarin. So... You can't just call him Amanda anymore. And of course, there'll be plenty of Baby Yoda. So get to your local store and find that. High Republic has put out some artwork, I believe, on StarWars.com that you can check out for the first upcoming comic. Um, Light. uh, It's going to be called Star Wars The High Republic by Kevin Scott with artists Ario Anadito and Mark Morales. And takes and taking advantage of the piles of concept art illustrated during the project's long development period with Lucasfilm, the series will bring world, bring the world of the era set 200 years before the start of the Skywalker saga to visual life. Uh, the panel that they did for the New York Comic Con a few weekends ago, uh, Susan Polo asked Scott Cavan about the arc of the story, focuses, which he said focuses on a new Jedi called Keeve Trennis. And from these new uh, art pages, you can get a sense of him. It's like, Keeve is a brand new Jedi. Just after the great disaster, just before the galaxy starts to reassess itself, after such a terrible event, 
She's posted to Starlock Beacon, a massive space station which is out in the vast starless expanse of space, which literally acts as a beacon for travelers who are going out to the frontier. She thought she'd be sent out to an output, an outpost. She uh, she prepared for that life, and suddenly she finds herself with some of the key Jedi of that era that the people she looked up to as heroes are now her peers, and so she has to cope with that, especially when she starts meeting with some of the people that are involved in the Great Disaster and help so many people in that great disaster. Um, so as we all know, High Republic will debut early 2021 with uh, Charles Soule's novel coming out. But check it out uh, when these st- comics begin to drop. And it's Halloween this week, so IDW does their usual annual celebration of the scary side of Star Wars with the return of Shadows of Vader's Ca- Shadow of Vader's Castle, a special one-shot anthology of terrifying tales. Uh, check, go over to StarWars.com. They have an exclusive first look at one of the stories within a young Mustafarian learns that a Jedi has come to his homeworld and comes to find, find and hopes to finally see one of the legendary heroes with his own eyes. But the man he finds is no guardian of the peace and justice. Uh, so that will be out this week, I believe, or next week. I don't even see it here. But if you want to see it now, go check out StarWars.com. Oh, here it is. It it arrives on store shelves at November 4th, and it will be written by Kevin Scott, art by Franco Francesco Francovilla, Derek Charm, and Nicoletta Baldari, and that'll be IDW uh, branded. Cool? This has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. Da, 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 hollow. Top five. We're on to top five. Now let's do some top five. Yeah. What's the top five today, James? Today's top five or top five. Hold on. I can't find it. Top five Mando season two expectations. Don't have high expectations. It's going to be a terrible season. It's going to be the worst televised thing to ever happen to Star Wars in the history of Star Wars. (laughs) My number five is Ahsoka because I have no expectations, but... Yet, we continue to talk about it. My number five is just more amazing baby Yoda moments. <laughs> That's it. That would be all mine. Just give me more baby Yoda. The minute yeah. he closed the egg in the, in yeah. the Gamorrean guard, I was like, you already had me. Now you double have me. Stop having me. <laughs> um, my, You want to do your number four? My number four is going to be... Uh, an explanation of the dark saber, like or black black saber, dark saber. Why do I always screw this up? Dark saber. Uh, yeah, one, yeah, because black saber is mentioned in Rogue One, right? Uh, it's dark different. saber. Uh, so let's find out how Grand Moff, Grand Moff, Moff Gideon got it. <laughs> Maybe he was grand. We don't know. Um, yeah, I want more uh, Moff Gideon, and uh, I want uh, a ginormous, extravagant, top five all-time lightsaber duel. Nice. I don't really care. <laughs> I just want to watch the show. Just <laughs> <laughs> My number three is going to be explain what... The Mandalorians are going to do because we're like we're given a small group of Mandalorians. He's that the show is about his like 
place to belong. So perhaps if we're including Bo-Katan, we can have more of a history of like how they ended up on Navarro or, or something along those lines. Give us more information. My number three, I want to go to Mandalore. Yeah. Mandalore. Mandalore. Hmm. Uh, that's Star Wars. But I use the word Mandalore. My number two. <laughs> my number two is I just want more origin story, more character development in Din Jaren, or as I like to call him, the Mando. Uh, yeah, I just want more of that story. I want to know the Empire's purpose for wanting Ooh, the child. Yeah. Show me. I would like to see the baby. Yeah. <laughs> My number one is what is Baby Yoda? The end. Thank you. That, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, my number one is, uh, and this one's going to be tough, Brock. I'm looking at you for this one. It's going to be tough, but uh, I want to have a good effing time. <laughs> that's my number one. I just want to have a good time. I do not care. Do you know why? Because whatever happens, I don't care. I'm not going in with any crazy theories. I'm just going to go and watch it. Although I do think one of the Gamorrean guards is going to become a Jedi Knight, but that's another thing. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, this will be a, a terrible, terrible episode. A terrible season. No, I'm looking forward to it. I like We've talked about this for the past little while. Yeah. How can you not be excited for season two of The Mandalorian? Yeah. It's their flagship show. Let's be real. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see if uh, Wanda or Soldier Winters can yeah. overtake it. But yeah, I mean, you go on, you know, I like I said, I've been watch, watching these things on Disney Plus, and when I, the first thing I see is a banner for man. I mean, now it says the big thing, but normally it says Mandalorian, and now that I'm looking for it, it's for me yeah. to be a liar. But it's like Disney Plus; they want you to know that it's there. Um, I'm, you know, a part of me thought that maybe they would put like a, um, a clip like they did for Rise of Skywalker on, like a little clip. Like, hey, mm. we watched Mandalorian, you can watch a clip from season two, but I'm okay with that not being there because, again, I'm going to be watching all of season two every single Friday from now until December 18th. Yeah. Have you seen the Olaf short? The new one? <laughs> yeah. Haven't you watched Frozen 2? Uh, I'm a huge... I don't really like... The Frozen movies are not my favorite. But I am a huge Olaf fan and supporter. I have not watched the short yet. I'm going to watch it right after Halloween. Because right now I'm in Halloween mode. But the minute Halloween is over, I'll be watching my Frozen... I love Olaf. I have an Olaf Pez dispenser. I'm a big Olaf fan. Um, So I'm very excited for that. Nice. This has nothing to do with anything. It's just the Olaf thing came on the screen. <laughs> No Mandalorian, but Olaf showed up. The magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. The rights. Have you watched the right stuff? No, but I've been wanting to. And then the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, <laughs> they're pushing for like a Halloween movie, but it's really like it's. it's I mean, it takes place after Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's more a, of a Christmas. It's, movie. it's definitely it's a Christmas movie, but Halloween characters. Kind of like finding out about anyway. Who cares? Watch yeah. You can watch anything whenever you want. Absolutely. Like, just take Hallmark for example. You want to watch a Christmas movie, <laughs> September second? You will watch it. Um, the Mandalorian just passed. All right, Brock. Anything else you want to add? 
no that's about it i will see you on friday (laughs) who are you gonna see on friday the mandalorian boom all right anyway brock i hope you have a safe and happy halloween yeah are you going trick-or-treating no, it's it's a quarantine. <laughs> but have they banned trick or treating? It, no, <laughs> it's a quarantine. You're quarantine. too old to trick or treat anyway. It's a quarantine. It's, it's quarantine. not. We're not in quarantine. Oh no, it's you're you actually where you live has reverted back. We're actually opening more here. Uh huh. You live in the woods. I know. They opened up the tree fort. It's ex- <laughs> It's exciting. We can go. Hi. All right, anyway. I'm James. He's Brock. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. And that's for me and uh, the guy who was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.